Hey, I'm Drea, and this is Unpopular Passion. What's up, guys? Welcome back, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Unpopular Passion. Have you ever felt just kind of stuck like you're not really doing much and you need something to shake you out of it. I know that for me, it's happened a couple of times. But then the best things have come from me shaking myself out of it. These days, I don't wait to feel stuck again before trying something new or finding good opportunities. And neither is my guest. After one great opportunity, which was somewhat of a dream come true for him, he has been more open to saying yes and doing things that just excite him in his life, not wanting to waste time and just find what makes him happy. I met this friend a couple of years ago when I went bungee jumping with 30 strangers for my 28th birthday. If you don't already know that story, you can hear Alex and I talk about it back in episode five. So from that, I will always know Miguel as the stranger who took me to Disneyland for my birthday. (laughs) Definitely a great example of the things that can come from just saying yes. So please welcome my guest today, Miguel Munoz. and just seeing what happens okay (laughs) i listened i've listened to your podcast with Vinny and with alex obviously Mm -hmm. my two boys what'd you think i love it that's good and i saw i saw like uh alex mentioned me in his podcast too so that was pretty cool yeah we talked about you a little bit so i was like okay cool we'll have the (laughs) follow-up story (laughs) nice so what have you been up to lately lately i don't know if you've seen my instagram but Basically, if I'm not working, I'm in the mountains camping with my dog. I've seen you do a lot of that, yeah. Yeah, it's literally like every other weekend where I'm out in nature, just camping. I'll usually take Alex, uh, but if he can't go, I'll take another friend. But even if no one can go, I go like by myself. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I'm doing on the weekends. That's cool, because I feel like a lot of people don't like to do stuff by themselves. You know, I always thought like, oh, I don't want to do anything alone because I'm going to be people are gonna think I'm weird or they're gonna be looking at me Mm -hmm. but then one time in college we had to do like a experiment where we had to go to like the movie theater alone oh and I was like I was like oh my gosh people are gonna judge me and they're gonna think I'm a loser but it was actually very nice it is like I went I watched the movie I enjoyed it and then like before the movie started some other like random guy came and sat like like two seats next to me Mm -hmm. And, like, he was by himself, too. So I'm like, yo, I'm not the only one. Like, people actually do this. Yeah, I actually think it's kind of fun because, like, then I don't know if it's just me. But, like, sometimes if I'm watching a movie with someone else, I get worried about whether they're enjoying it, too. (laughs) Yes. You're like, and especially if you've seen the movie already. Yeah. And, like, you know the parts that you like and you're looking at the reaction. Like, do they like this movie? Mm -hmm. Do they like this part just as much as I do? But, no, yeah, it it was a nice, nice experience. And I think 
that was in college and ever since then it's just kind of like nice doing things alone i've done camping alone i've actually recently went to universal studios alone because nobody else could go and i had my season pass i was like what the heck oh, Might how as well fun. yeah and then you get to know people like you're, you're in line and you have to just kind of like Mm-hmm. talk to people so it's fun yeah that's how i feel too like i mean i've never gone to like a theme park or anything but i've gone to music mm-hmm. festivals by myself and oh, okay. i feel like i just i kind of just end up talking to so many people and you make, you make friends yeah exactly i end up meeting people because if you're with someone most likely you're talking you're to them and not other, yeah. yeah not to new people very true very true and you just got your dog right i got him I'd say like he's five and a half months old now and I got him when he was almost three months. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like a little over two months that I've had him. Oh, that's and nice. it's been like the greatest because I haven't had a, a puppy since I was like, I don't know, 10 years old. Yeah, I can tell you like really oh. love having a dog. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what I look forward to when I uh, get home from work. I mean like an- and animals are like kind of your thing, huh? Yeah, that's actually my passion. I was going to say, I was going to segue that. I was like, so (laughs) would that be your answer? Or like, how would you answer the question? What is your biggest passion in life? Obviously, I have several passions, which I think most people do. Mm -hmm. But my strongest one is like, um, like nature and like wildlife and like wildlife conservation. So like, my biggest, my biggest dream is to one day like have my own house with like a a lot of land mm-hmm. or just a big yard, so I can have like rescued like like a goat, <laughs> some pigs, several dogs. Of course, I want to have like my pond with turtles and fish. So that's probably my biggest passion. What brings me the most happiness? I kind of already have it here. Yeah, I have like my parrots and like my my turtles and stuff. But I want that like on a bigger scale mm-hmm. one day. Yeah, I've seen that you have so many animals at your house right now. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a little zoo. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Um, just like you saying it like that reminded me of, you know, that scene in Selena where she's like, I want a farm with just all the, <laughs> she's like, I just want one big fence with all the cows yeah, yeah. and chickens and goats. Yeah, yeah. That's basically me, but the male version. Yeah. <laughs> Has, yeah, definitely. Have you always like loved animals since you were little or do you feel like that's something? No, since on? I can remember, like since I was a kid, like I think because my parents would like take me to like uh, wild animal park in san diego mm-hmm. they would take me to like the zoo and like i remember playing with like toy farm animals when i was a kid so as long as i can remember that's been my passion so that's why i have like other passions yeah but those kind of developed like a later on way. yeah where animals and like nature has been since like since i was a little kid i'm curious since you bring it up what like what other little things have developed that you have a passion for also well, filmmaking, obviously, oh, like yeah, creating yeah. Mm-hmm. creating uh, videos and stuff. Um, like growing up, I would always like have a camera with me and just be filming, like vlogging at, at family events yeah. or even being like devious and pranking family members. And then I'd, I'd go home and edit it on like iMovie and stuff. So like when I was in school, I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to major in. What am I like? What do I like? And I was thinking also, obviously zoology and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then I was like, no, like. I feel like I can get like a job like that without a degree. So I'm like, I also like filmmaking. So that's what I I majored in, in filmmaking. And I went to Cal State Northridge and that's what I got my bachelor's in. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So did you start your YouTube channel and like your vlogs while you were in school or after? It was when I was in school, but like I was in community college. Okay. So I think that was probably like in 2012, 2011. 
mm-hmm. after high school i already had the youtube channel like i've i've had the youtube channel since i was like younger in high school oh, okay. but when i started like actually making videos was like in college okay yeah i actually since we're on the topic of your youtube channel i kind of want to talk about how we met because I remember watching your vlog from Disneyland I was like oh my god this is so cool now I have like this other little like memory thing to look Mm -hmm. back on of that yeah but um you know what I didn't know is that so you and Alex only met at that time too right so I met him when I met you that's so crazy because you guys seem like you've known (laughs) each other for like your whole lives and you know what's crazy like the day that I met you like we didn't talk that much, but I did like kind of talk to you and yeah. I kind of like invited everyone to like Disneyland. Yeah. That day, I kind of, even the small conversation we had was more than, than I had with Alex that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't really talk to Alex. Yeah. I just like met him. And, but like later on, started developing into a friendship to what it is now, which is like, he's my brother. Yeah. I mean, it was such a big group that day we went bungee jumping. It was like 30 people. So it was mm-hmm. like you no one really had a chance to like talk to everyone. So there was definitely like certain people that we talked to more. And yeah, I remember I was like wondering if I was going to like be the odd one out when I was like, you know what? I think (laughs) I'm going to go to Disneyland (laughs) with Miguel today. And it ended up being so much fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, well, like I said, we met at at the bungee jump, which was for your birthday, right? And for Alex's birthday. Yeah. For mine and Alex's birthday. Yeah, so we met there, and I didn't bungee jump, by the way. I don't know if you remember. Oh, but... I totally forgot you didn't. <laughs> um, you just came for the yeah, hike. Yeah, I, I, I kind of went like last minute because I know you guys had like a deal, right? Like where you got like a certain amount mm-hmm. uh, off because you went as a group. Yeah. Oh yeah, I ended up just jumping into the water though, which was freezing. Oh, that's right. That yeah. actually looked kind of scary because I remember, um, I can't remember who, but I remember somebody else going in, and he looked like red like anywhere oh, yeah. that the water touched him yeah like when i jumped in i felt like a bunch of needles stabbing me in the back oh. that's how like it was painful but then obviously after you jump out and like you feel refreshed you feel alive yeah but in the moment oh my god it was horrible <laughs> it's so funny because i didn't like i never heard of like cold exposure and like wim hof and anything till afterward mm-hmm. and i was like oh man yeah. if i would have known before that would have been cool to do but i yeah. hate cold so when i saw you guys go down there mm-hmm. i was like no no way in hell I'm like i mean i had to experience some uh discomfort i guess since i wasn't jumping true but the hike was still fun it was cool and then yeah, yeah you had a vlog from the bungee jumping hike and then you had mm-hmm. another vlog from the next day at disneyland and those were really cool yeah yeah well i mean i was asking everyone like who wants to go to Disneyland? Yeah. I have the hookup. Obviously, I had my my friends that that worked there since I used to work at Disneyland, and um, you said no, like you couldn't go because yeah. you had to drive back to Vegas like the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually because I wanted to, I think I wanted to like try and take a surfing lesson and then drive mm-hmm. home, but then I was like, I honestly come to California a lot. I could probably do that any other time. Yeah. So I was like, this is different. And I could go like hang out with you guys, like who I just met. I was like, this seems like a more unique opportunity that I should just go take. Mm-hmm. I think you texted me the day of, didn't you? I texted you like that morning. And I was like, oh, can yeah, I yeah. still come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. And I'm like, of course. Um, my friend was running late too. My friend from, from Germany. Oh, yeah. She oh, got there like, like the same as well. time as us. So it all worked out. Yeah. She was like somewhere in LA, like up like in the valley, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, I remember telling myself I was like, if 
if Miguel says yes, then I'm going to go. So I, it's last minute. Mm-hmm. And if he's, if I can't go, then I can't go. But if he says yes, I'm changing mm-hmm. my plan. <laughs> nice. And it was, um, it, it was so funny too. Cause, um, I forgot. What was your friend's name from Germany? Uh, Kaya. Kaya yeah. yeah. So I remember yeah. when I met Kaya and you were, you were like filming the intro for your vlog and saying how you just met me yesterday and she looks over at you. She's like, what? You guys don't even know each other. <laughs> no, yeah. Like I said, I met her. I met Kaya in, in South Africa. And obviously I kind of introduced everyone when I went to South Africa to like Yes Theory. Mm-hmm. And they thought I was like crazy for like meeting strangers or like traveling alone. Yeah. If you're like not into it, it sounds crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a cult, but it's not. <laughs> it, oh my God. My brother said that to me. <laughs> yeah, we get that all the time. <laughs> And so you met Kaya in South Africa and then was mm-hmm. it Plan Africa that you were there with or is that something different? No. Okay. So Plan Africa, uh, for those who don't know, it's, it's a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. that I'm a part of um, basically for like helping animals in sanctuary and helping uh, the sanctuary we volunteered in, volunteered at in South Africa. But Plan Africa was a thing already. Okay. Um, that was, that was built by these guys that I met from they were from uh, Ireland Mm -hmm. and I met them in South Africa so I met them there they had their plan Africa shirts and everything they became really good friends and it wasn't until later on when I was already back in the states that we got to like texting and then they saw that I'm like a video editor Mm -hmm. and it kind of just came up where I was like hey maybe I could join you guys and like help you guys with that aspect and they were like very welcoming so um, basically now I am like the chief of media and like videographer editor for Africa. oh wow that's so cool yeah so it was just the two of them that started that yeah so we volunteered at the sanctuary called glen Africa, mm-hmm. but they have they're a whole separate organization themselves yeah and i met them there at the sanctuary that's so Africa. cool and so mm-hmm. what is it that the plan africa nonprofit like what did those funds go to so okay so not only is it for animal sanctuaries but there's a school in uh, south africa called umboisa which is like uh, basically for children mm-hmm. who like, obviously they're very unfortunate. They don't have some, some of them don't have parents. Some of them, they're just very poor. Yeah. And uh, the Irish boys actually, they, they volunteered there and they developed a relationship with the guy who has the school there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our funds actually go directly to that school. And we're always in constant communication with uh, Shipo, who is the guy who owns the school. That's So, so cool. we help the kids uh, in South Africa, as well as the animals. And we also like uh, plan to like ho- go actually next year to South Africa mm-hmm. at the at the school and teach the kids also about like wildlife conservation and nature and like global warming and things like that. Wow, that's so cool. And especially mm-hmm. the fact that like you were able to kind of now just be a part of this thing that like just so happens to be everything that you care about. Yeah, it's my passion. Yeah, exactly. both of them. actually. Well, more than one yeah. of them. Well, like you combine them, yeah. right? Which is like. Uh, animals nature and then like filmmaking mm-hmm. it's like you put it together it's like the ultimate yeah dream of man that's so cool especially just it's always so amazing to me when things just work out like that mm-hmm. and I especially I mean I talk about this like way too much but I feel like lately too I feel like when you put something out into the universe and when you just really speak on it like when you really believe in it it all just has mm-hmm. its way of like finding itself to you yeah it's true but it I think it's also because when you when you say it out loud mm-hmm. and you put it out there, like it's gonna happen yeah. because 
you're almost pushing yourself to do it. Yeah, that too. Because you're, you're telling people like, this is what I'm going to do. And you also like want to do it because you don't want to be someone that's just talking the talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and doesn't walk the walk. So I, I, I do believe in that, like putting things out into the universe. Because when you do that, it's gonna it's more likely to happen. Yeah. But also when you put it out there, you're more likely to actually go through with it or, or for things to happen. Yeah, way. I think so too. I think it's also too like how you I'm trying to think of an example. Like if once you hear about something that you've never heard of, all of a sudden you see it everywhere. It's yeah. like when you're just conscious of something, then suddenly you're like, Oh shit, and everything it's just in front of your face all the time. In different aspects too. Like I remember when I got my car, my Kia. Yeah. Like, oh, gonna... I like Kia's like I like the look. And then once I'm driving my car, I'm like, yo, why does everybody have the same cars? Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> the car thing is what I was thinking of too. Because when I got my car, I was all of a sudden, I'm like seeing all these same Hondas in the exact yeah. same color. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of that thing too. So it's like mm -hmm. once you talk about it, then suddenly you're like more aware of it yeah. already being around you. Very true. Very true. What year was it that you went to that... To um, the conservation that you volunteered at so that was actually so i met you in november of 2019 right i believe I that think was it was 2018 i want to say i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it was 2019 because that's when i know you know what you're right because right. right. i remember that summer is when like i discovered the s fam facebook group mm -hmm. so that's the summer i started just like going to a lot of meetups but um so yeah i think i met you guys in november and i had just come back from like traveling so that year in 2019 in September for my birthday actually is when I went to South Africa. Oh, okay. And how did that opportunity come up? So, okay. So <laughs> I've always loved like obviously nature and animals and Disney is a big part of that. Obviously mm -hmm. I love Disney. I used to work yeah. there. <laughs> and um, the Lion King is like my favorite movie. So that's why lions are like my favorite animal. And I had seen a video on YouTube of the sanctuary I volunteered at. And this was back like in 2014, like years ago. And I saw like that, that opportunity of like people volunteering, being around lions and elephants and all these animals. And I'm like, yo, I want to do that one day. And then years go by, years go by, it's 2019. And I'm just kind of stuck in a rut where I'm just like, okay, I graduated college. I'm just working and working and working. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the video pop up again of, of like the guy who volunteered. Was it like an and ad kind of thing? Um, probably it probably just pops up because I'm always looking at like okay. animal videos, so it was recommended on YouTube, and I clicked on it, and obviously, obviously I was like in this place where I was just working and like it was a cycle, just mm -hmm. working and like not really enjoying myself how I should. Yeah. And I saw the video, and it was everything I've ever wanted to do, and at the end the guy said like just just go for it, like just do it, and I was like screw it. That mm -hmm. day I emailed them. Um, they emailed me back within like a few days because there's like a time difference. Yeah. And I booked it within a week. I booked everything. And I was just like, it was very spontaneous. It was a culmination of like, I wanted to get out of my like repetition of just working. Yeah. And then I had just uh, gone into like yes theory and like seeing all that stuff. And then another like event that really pushed me to do it was that that year my dad got into like a big accident in mm. construction. Um, where he could have like lost his life uh, and I was just like what the hell like like I could have just lost my dad and that's someone that I thought I would never lose and I'm like I could 
be gone tomorrow too yeah it kind of puts like, it like perspective like it put into perspective like why am i waiting why am i waiting till i'm older and like i have money or when i'm financially secure mm-hmm. so like two things that i want to do with my life and so it was all those things it was just like me wanting to get out of the cycle yeah then seeing yes theory seeing all the things they were doing and then that that event that happened to my dad that just it just kind of pushed me and like that was just something that i needed to happen because after that i was like i booked it i went to south africa i'm like you know what i want to go to europe too i booked my trip to france to spain wow and my cousin was getting married in mexico and he's like do you want to come to my wedding at the beach i'm like yep say no more <laughs> yeah uh, that then i met you guys started doing like a lot of road trips in the u.s and yeah it's been amazing ever since that's cool everything just like kind of snowballed mm-hmm. i say i'd say like i started living like actually living since 2019 that's when i feel like my life really started yeah i feel like once you have those like kind of moments it's i mean i don't want to say it's hard to stop because like sometimes you can still kind of get stuck back in the rut but like once yeah. you get that taste of it and like but it's easier to, it's easier to do it again exactly or, like, go, go yeah. back to, to do something yeah once get, you know that feeling you're like i want mm-hmm. it back exactly you can you can always say like yo i did that way i could do it again let's do it yeah exactly yeah and how long were you in africa for or actually like so along with how long you were there, like what exactly was a part of your trip and like the volunteering part? Okay. So I went to South Africa for two weeks mm-hmm. and it was all at the, at the sanctuary, which is in um, heartbeat sports, South Africa, which is about 30 minutes away from Johannesburg. Um, and basically what entailed was just me working for the sanctuary. Um, every day there was a schedule from like, um, basically like eight in the morning to about 4 p.m. is when you're actually doing the volunteer work mm-hmm. but there's a lot of fun within the work it's not all just like hard labor mm-hmm. um there's <laughs> you do get your hands dirty though like I remember yeah. like every morning from like eight to nine you go in there and you like scoop up all the elephant poop and like the, yeah I saw the your video poop, <laughs> which you know I love animals so I didn't care I was happy I was playing like I had my speaker playing music cleaning. <laughs> um then obviously you break for breakfast and then you do other things like uh, sometimes you have to like be digging holes or building closures uh, for the animals or even exercise the animals. Um, and you get to like walk the elephants, which is work, but not really. It's just freaking amazing. I know that seems fun. so cool. Yeah. And then later on in the day, you just go around, feed all the animals. And then after four, you basically have the day to yourselves. And there's like people there from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, When I was there, there was like people from Ireland. Peru, Scotland, England, Brazil, Mexico. So basically, once you're done with work, you're just you're just hanging out, yeah, and like talking to people. And while you're there, you don't have Wi-Fi. Um, you only have Wi-Fi when you go up to get lunch mm-hmm. for an hour a day. So it really makes you like talk to people and like get to know each other instead of always being on your phone. Yeah, I like that too. Like when you're mm-hmm. when I'm in other countries or something and I can't use my phone, I'm like, all right, I can't be sitting here just like mm-hmm. staring and scrolling through yeah, stuff. Yeah. I have to actually pay attention to what's going on around yeah, exactly. me. And I, yeah, I like that because sometimes it, it can be hard to get out of that, just that habit. Even if you are like somewhere beautiful, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's just that habit you like distract yourself. Your phone. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on this trip in the Philippines with my family and we 
there was like one day I had another aunt who was also visiting and she took her family to like a resort on the beach. So she invited me and my grandpa along since I just happened to be there. And there was no TV, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. So the whole day we were just like sitting on the beach playing card games, like just talking to each other. And I was like, man, this is this is so nice to be disconnected. And that's like, it just, it kind of brings me to my childhood because I was born in the early 90s and that was barely when like the internet yeah. was kind of becoming a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like I've had the best of both worlds where I, like I grew up playing outside in the dirt and like getting my hands dirty. But then obviously as I got into like middle school and high school, I started learning the technology stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays you just see like kids and teenagers just not outside, not looking around or enjoying like nature yeah. just on their tablets, you know? Yeah. I always say that too. I feel like we were kind of born at like the best time because mm-hmm. yeah, I was never inside. I was outside all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the last time I have like drove down the street and saw kids in the street. Yeah. You don't see it anymore. Not at all. <laughs> and and then like playing video games. kids, like most kids now can't like the way to get them to stop crying. You give them a tablet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so true man no but yeah uh, going back to that like just being there in south africa and just getting to know all these cool like amazing people yeah and not having to be on our phones was just something that i will basically remember and cherish for the rest of my life because i created strong bonds with a lot of people Mm -hmm. and it's it's amazing like you you know these people for a week or two weeks or however long you're there and like i can say i have friends all over the world now yeah to the point where like whenever i visit that country I can probably stay at their house because we created such a strong bond from just like hanging out and experiencing that together. Yeah, that's so dope. And it's clearly something that you guys all really cared about. You had that in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to if you're going to be paying money to go <laughs> yeah. work yeah. And, and scoop up poop, <laughs> uh-huh. you have to have a passion for animals and nature and wildlife. Yeah, definitely. And it sounded so cool. I remember when we met, you told me about it and I started looking into it afterward. I was like, man, mm-hmm. that just seems like such an amazing opportunity and elephants are my favorite animal so like that whole walking the elephant thing i was like oh my god this looks they are majestic and they are so intelligent yeah i hear that like when i was there they had three elephants and um they have these guys that that have worked with the elephants for like 30 years Mm -hmm. and their their job is literally to like be out with them all day for like 10 hours a day roaming with them and like protecting them from poachers and then at the end of the day, they bring they bring them into their enclosures. But one of the guys that had been there the longest, I guess he had been on vacation for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then he the day that I was there walking with the elephants, he came back and the elephant charged at him. And there was actual tears coming out oh of the elephant. Oh, my God. That's... From how happy he was to see that guy. That's so trainer. cute. Yeah. I would so never I like, wow. picture something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. You think like, oh, they're animals. They're not like going to show emotion like humans but it was beautiful yeah not to that extent at least like i I, Mm -hmm. i've definitely like recognized when an animal is happy to see a person but to the point where there's like a tear (laughs) man yeah (laughs) that makes me think of um have you seen george of the jungle yeah (laughs) the elephant that's like his dog yeah yeah. that makes me think of that that's (laughs) wow it's been a while since i've seen that movie but now i know me too (laughs) man yeah that seems amazing and are there so but you said you're going to the school the next time you plan on going back to Africa, right? Do you? Ever... I'm doing both. Oh, okay. I'm doing both. Um, so I'm actually uh, organizing it along with my friends from Ireland. 
um, we're going back in August of next year. Mm -hmm. And we are taking a group. Like, Alex is going with us. Oh, wow. Uh, Danny is going with us. Damn. Vince, you know Vince, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's going with us. Um, All the boys. And hey, uh, if if you're down for it, you know, you're invited to. Now that you mention it, I mean, I might have to. Yeah. This, yeah, that sounds really cool. And I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. No, like, it's going to be in, an amazing experience. And I tell all of them, like, I know, like, that animals and nature is my passion. But mm -hmm. anyone that goes to this will, like, love it. Because it's not just about that. It's about, like, the bonds you create and the people you meet while you're there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, we plan to go uh, in August and of next year. So we're going to go three days to the school um with the kids and like uh, work with the kids basically and then we'll probably do a week or two at the sanctuary wow that's so cool yeah. and what are you guys gonna do with the school you said you're gonna teach them about animal conservation yeah. and then so like we want to teach them that like oh, me and my my uh co-workers i guess you'd call them <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. we're like uh, working on powerpoints and we want i want to create a video for them that will help them something fun and interactive oh yeah for the kids. i like that yeah yeah, it would be an easier way for them to get into it, too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Man. Yeah, I'm definitely um, going to ask you details about that and yeah. okay. think about that. Cause that after after this uh, uh, podcast, we'll definitely talk about it. Definitely. Especially <laughs> the fact that it's a year away. Like, I could I could plan that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I told everyone ahead of time, just because it's kind of like a big a big trip. It's not. Yeah. I like everyone likes being spontaneous from time to time. But now this is like actually something we have to organize ahead of time and yeah sure i mean right. spontaneity is great but sometimes like especially for bigger trips you gotta plan that stuff. yeah yeah that's true <laughs> there, has, there has to be a balance yeah and then especially this you have like like legit important things <laughs> to mm -hmm. get together definitely and do you know are the animals there rescues yes okay um so the animals Just at curious. the sanctuary and that's a good question because when i was looking to like volunteer um at a sanctuary in south africa i did my research because there are some sanctuaries that are like horrible really um, yeah there's some like they, they they do like canned hunting which what oh. that what that means is basically people go and pay money to like see the lions and take a picture with the lion yeah but once that lion gets old uh they give hunters the tags to be able to kill that lion that's so used to people that has no chance like yeah it's like they can't go back out into the wild yeah so i definitely did my research and um this sanctuary um all the animals that it has are either animals that were injured in the wild and can can return mm -hmm. or they were born uh, in captivity in other locations and they had to just bring them in because obviously they can't they can't go into the wild since they weren't born with their instincts yeah, yeah. man that's so sad especially like it's so sad to me to see even like places like that sometimes aren't like you would think because it's like a, san a sanctuary they take care of animals mm -hmm. you would think they would all be good places but then yeah. there are so many like hidden things about places like that no oh, yeah that's why you have to do have to really do your research because you don't want to go and basically support something that's opposite of what you believe in yeah because i always get really weird about like doing different things that involve animals like i don't like zoos zoos mm -hmm. kind of creep me out and they make me sad yeah because i feel like they're just trapped there yeah and the super small enclosures i i see it like i see the good and the bad um because some of those animals really can't like if they're like Survive. actual animals that 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 were injured mm -hmm. and like they can return it's better them to be there than in other locations yeah true but yeah like obviously it's not the ideal situation mm -hmm. uh, for them to be in such a small enclosure and stuff like that yeah i feel like the people that you actually meet at zoos that 
like that work there they actually care about the animals for the most mm. part and like they're actually passionate about it true they're kind of stuck in that, in that situation yeah because like if you have to be there all day with an animal i really doubt you would have a job mm-hmm. doing that and not like animals true but yeah it's just anything i don't know i always feel kind of bad with anything where it involves like especially the stuff here in vegas when they have like the the dolphin pools or like the mm. lion habitats and stuff i'm like yeah this i've seen them seem- i've seen it in Las Vegas. <laughs> This doesn't seem like the best thing to be doing. No, that's just a money grab. It's just, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that always makes me feel bad. So, yeah, that's, I like that you looked into that beforehand. Because me, I feel like if I was in your position going mm-hmm. somewhere, I would yeah. think, like, oh, a sanctuary in South Africa. Of course it's great. <laughs> like, yeah. no matter where it is. Yeah, no, people, I mean, and, and like, you can't, I don't really try not to judge those people because sometimes they're just not educated enough to like do that research but yeah but i think i think that's what we're working towards too with with plan africa just to make people aware of things like that as well mm-hmm. expose them to it so they're, yeah. they're more knowledge they have more knowledge on it i like that actually i did i didn't think about that but yeah because i know i mean it's not like everyone who goes to a zoo thinks about those things no like know? people that are going to zoos usually they just want to like take their kids and they want them to be mm-hmm. happy and see the animals and they don't really think everything that goes behind it goes yeah. into it. And, like, they probably love animals, too. They just want to see them. And they don't yeah. really – it doesn't I mean, come to mind. Me, when I was a kid, like, that's where my parents would take me. They would take me to the zoos. They'd take me to SeaWorld, which we've seen the documentary on, on yeah. the orcas. And, like, to me, that was just, like, wow. That made my passion grow even more. Yeah, exactly. But you don't realize that as a kid. Then you mm-hmm. start getting only, like, oh, shit. Like, that's actually not that good. But – yeah as long as you educate yourself and and you 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 know um you're knowledgeable on it and then you try to not support those Mm -hmm. organizations then that's what matters yeah i think the first time because i actually never really went to a zoo and i Mm -hmm. think i've only gone once in my life and it was in alaska and i was there for like a work trip so i went with some coworkers to go to a zoo and at first it like it seemed really sad once i got there because i was like oh my god these animals like I was like a polar bear. There was like um, yeah. moose. There was what else? Like eagles. But then mm-hmm. we started to like read the stuff all around. And that place was a rescue place. And I was like, well, that's why it's kind of sad because mm-hmm. they're all hurt. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like they, they, like they, they try to do the best they can. And uh, speaking of that, like injured animals, there's a small zoo here in Santa Ana where I remember as a kid seeing an eagle there and like, if you actually go and read like this eagle was really badly injured in the wild mm-hmm. it can't fly yeah it's like like okay zoos are not the greatest location but i mean if this animal was in the wild it would die yeah exactly yeah that's how it was when i saw the eagles there too i was like that's kind of sad that they're here but then i read that they were like recovering they couldn't fly anymore i was like okay well this is this actually isn't a bad place because they are yeah. recovering these animals that can't be out in the wild yeah and it was exactly. crazy to see this huge moose because they're just running around everywhere in alaska (laughs) yeah i mean obviously i I grew up going to zoos and all that but now that i'm older i much rather see animals uh in the wild so whenever i go camping and -hmm. and obviously you don't see animals that often in the wild because they know how to like yeah avoid you but when you do it's just so amazing and i've had the chance of seeing uh coyotes bears and uh, other types of animals out in the wild does that scare you when you're by yourself? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> no? Like, ask Alex. I wasn't by myself. I was with Alex and, and a group of uh, people. 
Yeah, we went to Sequoia. This was, I believe, last year during the pandemic because there's nothing else to do but explore nature. Yeah. <laughs> still be safe away from people. But um, we were walking in Sequoia and we saw a black bear. Oh, see, that was scared the crap out of me. <laughs> everyone's like filming and I'm like trying to get closer. Oh, my which God. I do not recommend. Yeah. It's like, do not do that. I shouldn't have done that. I should know better. But I was so excited. I wanted to get closer and take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a healthy fear. Like, I know, like, like I, I carry bear spray and stuff whenever I do go hiking. But I'm not like, oh, my gosh, a bear's going to come and, and eat me. Like, yeah, that's just a stigma that animals get. That's not true. Like, bears and all the coyotes and all these other animals are not looking to hunt or kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I get, like, overly excited when I see animals in the wild because... Yeah. I grew up in Vegas and there are like no animals here. <laughs> oh. And then I, so I, f- I don't know where I was, but I saw a squirrel somewhere and I like freaked out. And someone, <laughs> you can see a squirrel in school, like so, any school. Yes, like California. someone laughed at me so hard. I was like, I've never seen a squirrel in That's my hilarious. life. And then oh I saw God. a coyote here, but it was like yeah. way out by the mountains. And I thought it was a dog because I, I've never seen a coyote in mm-hmm. my life. So for me, it's so interesting seeing animals mm-hmm. in the wild, like seeing goats on in the mountains in Alaska was crazy to me. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's always to me, it's always breathtaking yeah. to see animals like in, in their natural habitat. Um, so that's actually um, why I am going to be doing a road trip in August to Yellowstone. Oh, cool. Where is Yellowstone? It's in Wyoming. Okay, because I know I've heard of it. I just couldn't remember where it was. Yeah, so so I'm going in, in Wyoming. Um, I'm actually going to drive through Vegas. I'll probably stay at Vinnie or Vince's house oh, for a night. Um, so I'll be camping there in Utah mm-hmm. for two nights. And then like the rest of the nights, I'll be in Wyoming. And I will be looking for animals with my camera. Is this another solo trip? Uh, originally, like I told the, I told the boys basically if they wanted to join me. But, you know, like, everyone has their own schedule. Yeah. So I just said, I'm booking everything. I'm going alone. And whoever wants to join me can join me. So it's up That's in the, the air. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, it's up in the air. Alex might join me uh, if he can join from Washington because I think he's moving there pretty soon. Yeah. Or Vince said he might be also going. So I guess we'll see. But as of now, I have it in my mind that I'm going alone. And if other people join me, then awesome. I, that's the best mentality to have, in my opinion. Yeah, like, you just have to do things that you love. And... If your friends want to come along for the ride, that'll be just a bonus. Yeah, don't like depend your plans on other people because that can so easily just yeah, change. You'll never things. you'll never do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's no no blame on anyone. Everyone just has a different life, different schedules, different things come up. Yeah, exactly. It's like nothing nothing negative towards anyone. It's just yeah. I wanna I still wanna do this with or without you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of animals are out there? Do you know? I clearly have no knowledge of these yes, things. Yes, I, I absolutely know. <laughs> Uh, they are definitely moose. Um, mm-hmm. There's bison, um, grizzly bears, black bears, wolves. Everything and anything that is out here in like the U.S. is gonna be there. Eagles, all that. Oh man, that's cool. I've only ever seen the eagle at the zoo, and I feel like if I ever saw an eagle out just like flying, that would probably be like yeah. the most amazing thing to see. Yeah, I, it is. I saw one when I went to Louisiana, and it was beautiful. Wow, that's cool. But yeah, no, there's a lot of animals out there and like it's like a hundred percent chance guaranteed to see animals. <laughs> I've been looking at videos on YouTube and like bison are like literally like twenty feet away from people. That's so cool. So 
you just got to pray for me because I hope I don't do anything dumb trying to get close and take pictures. Yeah, I will. I know <laughs> I shouldn't, but I don't just, know how many Just get a resist. Zoom. <laughs> exactly. Keep your distance. Exactly. <laughs> so are you still, you're still doing the vlog thing? From time to time, I, whenever I go camping or whenever I, I do something like fun, I guess, I take my camera. I've noticed that recently I've kind of just been more in the moment. Yeah. So like I definitely love filmmaking, but um, I don't know. As of late, I just when I'm in nature, like I have my camera with me, but then I'm just kind of like in my hammock, relaxed. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll film some other time. So it's definitely still a passion of mine, but I realize that I like to be more in the moment nowadays. Yeah, that's kind of like a, a balance I find that's hard for me to find at least like because mm-hmm. I've tried to film and like make more videos and stuff. But then when I'm just enjoying myself, I forget to even pull it out. So yeah. like I wanted to make I went on a solo trip for my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. I went skydiving in San Diego and then I got like a little cabin in um, um what is it called? Crap, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> But I got a little like cabin also by myself, mm-hmm. like in the mountains, in the desert, like away wow. from everything. And I had this idea of like making like a vlog kind of thing about solo traveling. But then yeah. the whole time I was just having so much fun and I was just enjoying myself. I barely shot anything. So I got home and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, well, well, <laughs> I mean, it's fine because you enjoyed it. And those are memories in your head. Yeah. Forever. Like I just enjoyed myself so much. There is a balance because I love being in the moment and like. It just happens naturally, right? Where yeah. you don't pick up the camera. But then I also love looking back at my videos from That's South true. Africa. Yeah. Something in the future when I have kids that I can show them. Mm-hmm. And, like it's something to to all you know, that will always be there. Like even after I'm gone. Yeah. People can say, wow, look at that. Like he did that. So mm-hmm. there's like, I don't know. I love filmmaking. I love being in the moment. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But, yeah, it's yeah. hard to it's hard to find it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's that's why I always loved like making just like little video compilations too is because I always loved home movies and watching them so I was like I want stuff like that when I'm older to just look at and be like back look at my trip here and like look at what I did there so I do love having it for those reasons that's that's I mean when I started traveling in 2019 I literally vlogged everything that's why like when I, I have my vlog from France from Spain and from South Africa so that's something I can always look back on. But now I know like whenever I do go back to Europe, mm-hmm. I probably won't vlog as much because I already have that to look back yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like whenever I do something for the first time, I do kind of want to document it. Mm-hmm. Like I can still have fun and enjoy it, but I do want to document it so I can look back on that experience. But then like in the future, if ever I do it again, I, I don't have I don't feel the need to do that anymore since I've experienced it already. And now I just want to be in the moment. Yeah, you can just be in it. You pick and choose your yeah. moments. Exactly. Have you ever seen um, A Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yes, I have. That always, I always love that part when he finds that <laughs> photographer and he just, he's looking at that animal that he's like been searching for his whole life. And he's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to just be in this. Just, just, just no need to do anything else. Just look at it yeah, and enjoy it. Just sometimes you don't need to take the picture. Just be here. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I love that love so that. much. And it's kind of funny seeing, I mean, not funny, but like it's diff so different seeing that like music video things that you've done. <laughs> yeah, not so different, right? Did that? Is that just like something random? You're just like, oh why not? <laughs> I've been doing that since high school. Oh, really? Yeah, like videos of me like 
I also like singing, but obviously those are lip singing videos. Yeah. <laughs> but like since I was like in high school, I would do like little choreographed dance with my friends, like a Backstreet Boys and Oh, that's so fun. And like it's just something I've done since high school and like I got Alex to do one with me, so <laughs> Yeah, I remember that I think that's the first one that I saw, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz we had gone on a we did a a road trip in March of last year actually when COVID was just like starting mm-hmm. and every, everything got shut down. Me and him just took a week to go to like NorCal and like we did a road trip just exploring and camping and I was like, "Yo, let's film a music <laughs> video." So we did it. <laughs> Damn, that's fun. Yeah. So where do you think where do you like see these things incorporated in your life down the line? Okay, so I definitely see uh, Plan Africa growing, mm-hmm. like to something big. Yeah. Hopefully, where we can actually have like a really big impact um, in wildlife and nature, and also the school that 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 we're gonna go help out. So I see that always being a part of my life, and obviously the the dream for me would be to have a career in that where I can like combine my passions of filmmaking and wildlife conservation mm-hmm. so that's definitely what I see in the future and which is also why when we're going to uh, South Africa next year obviously it's going to be fun and everything but I also want it to be like like um, I don't know like have an impact that's why I'm going to be documenting yeah. we're actually going to be filming a, a documentary oh, so I'm wow. taking like I'm taking all my gear and me and, and the, the Irish guys are putting a plan and a script together just to like really make a, a nice documentary informing people about about animals and nature so that's gonna be a big uh step for me and hopefully that'll lead lead to bigger things in the future oh, that's gonna be so dope yeah and you're gonna have what like four photographers and filmmakers on this oh my trip. god yeah because they all have cameras <laughs> yeah. Vince, Vinny, and, and, and alex so yeah if i need some extra footage i'll be like yo guys Give me the shot. Yeah, but and they have the, between the four of you guys. Yeah. I don't have any drones. And they do, so I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah, that would be those that would be cool shots to have in the documentary. Absolutely. I know if I go on this trip, well, let's say when, when I go on this trip with you guys, yeah. I won't have to worry about pictures all <laughs> No, absolutely I know not. Funny. You have many photographers, you just have to pose. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay. Yep, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And <laughs> So the I was looking at your Instagram and so that mm-hmm. like the GoFundMe thing is that basically mm-hmm. like how people can donate to Plan Africa? Yeah, well basically that's how we have it set up right now. Like we're still a small organization. Mm-hmm. Um my friend in, my friend in Ireland, he sets up the GoFundMe's usually and he directly sends the money to to the school. Mm-hmm. It's easier for him um to send it over to them. Yeah. Um and we have like a group chat with with the the, the guy from the school that runs the school and then um i've been talking to them also sending funds to glen Africa, which is the sanctuary because during covid they didn't have uh volunteers going over yeah i was gonna Obviously, ask that did that like set them back a lot it, it really did impact them because literally like you're volunteering right yeah. but it's not free you you pay money mm-hmm. uh, to, to to be there and obviously they provide you with meals and housing but most of that money goes towards the animals yeah. which is being able to feed the animals they have like they have like eight lions and like four tigers you know how much they have to eat mm-hmm. like every day so it, it was really tough uh for them so we definitely want to keep sending money to them and helping them out yeah um obviously now it's starting back up where i've seen volunteers starting to go back mm-hmm. so hopefully they'll start getting more revenue and being able to help those animals man yeah i hope so because i know especially like with travel being so restricted like nobody 
even if they wanted to, wouldn't have the chance to oh, go yeah. over there. And in South Africa, it's really bad. Like, yeah. they don't have, they don't have, like, they're, they're, obviously, we live in, like, a first world country, and we have the privilege of all having the vaccine. Like, we got it before everyone. Yeah. I have my friends in Ireland. They still haven't even been vaccinated, and they're in Europe. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine South Africa. Yeah, they don't have, like, even half the resources over there. No, absolutely not. So, yeah, like, that's why, even though it's not a lot, obviously, what we can contribute just little by little, if we keep growing and we can keep helping those organizations, it'll have an impact. Yeah, of course. I mean, a little bit of something is better than nothing. Exactly. Well, hopefully, I'm hoping when people hear this, they'll also want to help out. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I mean, I definitely feel like this whole time has like given people a lot of different perspective and definitely made people give back more because it it makes us realize even if we don't have much how much we really do have still Mm -hmm. and it's like if you can help someone out even if it's just a little bit a little goes a long way it's true we we just take things for granted because things that are are just in our life we don't realize that yo like other people don't have this it's not Mm -hmm. normal yeah yeah it definitely puts things into perspective um i think this trip to to south africa when when i take my friends and hopefully if you go or when you go, <laughs> yeah. um, it also opened your guys' eyes, like seeing these kids and like, yeah, they don't have the luxuries we had growing up and schools and everything that we had in place that benefited us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, damn, this was amazing. Thank you so much <laughs> for doing this. And do you have Thank any, you of course, do you have any words of wisdom or advice to leave people with? No, absolutely. Like, like I said, for me, um, that, that year in 2019 where um, I was just in a rut and like working and all those life events that happened, um, I felt like I was stuck and I couldn't do anything. But then it, all, it just took me making one move to changing my life. So um, basically, my advice to everyone is like whatever you're passionate about or whatever dreams you have, like just, just make a step. To, towards it just take us take initiative that's the hardest part is like actually starting but once you do it becomes a snowball effect and and nothing's gonna be like it's not gonna be all like fairy tales and beautiful and everything's gonna be like awesome but you'll notice like your life will improve because you're doing something you're passionate about but it just takes you like taking that first step to towards it and that could be whatever it is like whether it's for your career or your hobby whatever that you want to do and you feel like you're stuck um and not able to like move forward towards it you just have to take that first step and it's gonna snowball 